the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling time and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. To episode number 16, everyone. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. Holy cow, my podcast is already at sweet 16. It's going so fast. How are you guys? How are you doing? How are you handling the pandemic? If you're listening right now when this is first published, we are still in the middle of the 2020 pandemic. And I don't know what state or what country you're listening from, but for me, we just learned yesterday from our governor in Washington state that we're gonna be staying at home for another 30 days. So ours is continuing on. And I was thinking about how fun it's going to be to re-listen to these episodes that I'm recording while we're in the midst of this history-making time in the world a few years down the road and just remind myself of everything that was going on during this time. So today, I want to talk to you about a different kind of detox than you've probably ever heard before. So during this pandemic, I joined a friend of mine and went on a detox, an Ayurvedic detox, actually. And the whole idea is to clean out your body of toxins, to really help improve your overall health. And so it's been a really interesting process. And so this experience that I've had with this yogi detox, coupled with the worry and the overwhelm and the confusion and doubt that my clients are presenting with and that the world really in general is presenting with right now really inspired this episode of the podcast. So I'm going to teach you how to go on a worry, overwhelm, and confusion detox. This is something that I did a few years ago. I really went on a worry-free diet because I was that typical worrywart, worrying about everything, mostly about the things that I felt were very scarce in my life, things like time and money. And I'm going to take you through the process that I used to cure myself of that worry addiction. And now I first want to tell you that I don't typically recommend trying not to experience any human feeling. I think they're all part of the human experience. But having said that, these emotions, the worry, the overwhelm, and the confusion really are not helpful. They don't serve us in any way. And so it's not as if we're not going to experience them. We will. But what we want to be able to do is have authority over them and be able to consciously choose to reduce our intake of them. So to reduce our indulgence in them. And it's just like reducing your intake of alcohol or drugs or caffeine or sugar, right? You know how to do that. 
but you may not know how to do that as it applies to your feelings. And that's exactly what I'm going to teach you today. Okay. So first what I want to address is why this is important and why in the world am I teaching you about feelings, these specific feelings, worry, overwhelm, and confusion on a podcast that's really about productivity and teaching you how to unbusy your life. Well, here's the reason why. It's just like overindulging in too much alcohol or eating an entire bag of chips or five cupcakes. If you did that, you see the physical effects of that kind of behavior, right? And it's the same idea with some feelings and some emotions that we have by indulging in emotions like worry and confusion and overwhelm. There are also negative side effects. These emotions, these feelings are what I call the stuck stagnant emotions. They're really dream stealing emotions and goal stealing emotions because they prevent us from doing the things that are going to move us ahead towards our dreams and our goals. So I want you to think about it. Like think about when you're worried, maybe you worry about your children and when you're worrying what's happening is that you're spinning out in your mind, right? So, so many of us think, especially those of us who are moms, we think like worry is one of those necessary things. It's a necessary experience of being a good mom. And I want you to stop and challenge that thought. Worrying about your children doesn't make you a better mom. All it does is make you a worried mom, right? When I'm sitting here and I'm worrying about my son and maybe he's going dirt bike riding or he's doing something that maybe I think he might get hurt about. My worry isn't changing anything. All it's doing is keeping me spinning out in my brain and being a worried mom and not getting to anything else. Now, the same thing is true with overwhelm. Overwhelm is coming up a lot for my clients right now because they think there's so much to do. I have more things on my plate to do than I've ever had to do before. I'm entrepreneuring. I am building my business, growing my business. And I have these kids at home who need my attention, who need me to homeschool them. And there's just too much to do and I don't have enough time. But when you're experiencing overwhelm, what's happening is that you're not actually doing anything to get anything done. (laughs) right? So again, you're kind of like, it's this internal spin out that's happening in your mind and it feels gross for the most part for most of us. And it's completely unnecessary. Again, overwhelm isn't going to solve anything. And the same thing is true for this other emotion, this other feeling confusion. When you're stuck in confusion, you're not making decisions. You're not taking actions forward. You're not doing the things that you know you need to be doing to get to that goal or to create that dream for yourself. So all of these feel necessary. I get that part. They really do but they're really not. They're actually preventing us from doing anything productive in our lives. So that's why these are so important for us to detox from is because they just hold us back. And that's the whole reason why I'm spending an entire podcast episode teaching you about them and teaching you a process to start detoxing yourself from them. Now to detox, it's the same as with any other detox that you would go on. You have to decide and commit to your decision 
to give up these emotions, to give up your addiction to them. Now, in this Ayurvedic yogi detox that I'm on, what I had to decide to do was to give up caffeine and eating lots of different kinds of food, having more rest, more alone time, more peace, and less inputs coming at me in my brain and in all of my senses. I had to decide consciously to do that, to go through this process. And the exact same thing is true for detoxing yourself from these emotions. You have to consciously choose to give them up. And you would do that because you know they don't actually help you. They might feel helpful, but again, like the worry example, if you're worried about your children, you're not actually being a better mom. You're just being a worried mom. (laughs) You're not actually doing something more or helping your children in any way by sitting in worry. Now, once you've made that decision and you've committed to going through this detox process, the first thing that you want to do is decide which one of these three do you want to do the work on right now? I don't want you to get overwhelmed by trying to work on all three of these at the same time. So just pick one. Let's constrain this, make it super simple so that your focus can be completely concentrated on one of these at a time. And maybe the question you ask yourself is, which one do I feel most often? And then choose that one. Or which one is coming up for me most often right now? Or do I see what I do when I'm feeling this and I want to eliminate that behavior? Once you make your decision, then you decide to go on a worry-free diet or a confusion-free diet or an overwhelm-free diet, right? You just decide that you're going to detox yourself. You're going to eliminate these from your platter of daily emotions for the most part. Now, maybe there'll be a little bit of an appetizer of them here and there, or maybe just a little snack or a little nibble here and there, but they're not the main course. They're not the fuel that's going to be sustaining you throughout your day. Now, once you pick one, what you're going to do is describe how it feels in your body. Remember from prior episodes that we've talked about feelings are just vibrations in our body. So they start in your mind. They're triggered by a sentence or a phrase, a thought in your mind, and then they travel through your body. So the first thing you want to get really good at is recognizing, dropping into your body and recognizing when you're feeling that vibration that you know is your experience of worry or confusion or overwhelm, whichever the three that you chose. Now, To remind you about what those vibrations might feel like, here are some questions to ask yourself. And I'm just going to use the example of overwhelm for me because this is also one that I struggled with for so long after I had my son and I was working a corporate job and I was asked, really required to work so many hours in that job. And I remember just feeling complete and utter overwhelm at having to be away from my child for so many hours every day and every week. So this is one that I had to do a lot of work on too. And I did overcome it. And I can honestly tell you like it very rarely ever comes up for me. And when it does, I have complete authority 
over it. I know that I'm creating it and I can figure out why, and then I can choose something else. So overwhelmed for me feels like a heaviness on my shoulders and in my chest, and even sometimes a pit in my stomach. Okay. So that is my experience of overwhelm. Now, remember that every body is different. So if you chose overwhelm to be your one feeling that you're going to detox from, your experience of overwhelm may be entirely different than mine because your body is entirely different than mine. So that's why this process is super individualized. You have to just drop into yourself and figure out how does this feel? And the best way to do that is to just pay attention throughout your day. And when you notice you're feeling overwhelmed or worried or confused, just pause for a second and do a scan from head to toe of your body. What do you notice going on? Is there a sharp pain? Is there heat? Is there cold? Is there constriction? Is there heaviness? Is something feeling really hard or heavy? Is it feeling really light and soft? Asking yourself those questions will help you dial in to your body's experience of that feeling. And the reason why we want to get really good at understanding how that vibration is in our bodies is because it's so much easier for us to recognize the vibration in our bodies for most of us. This isn't true for everyone, but for most of us, it's easier to recognize that than it is to find the thought or phrase in our mind that is creating the feeling in the first place. So if you can recognize it in your body, then you can go up to your mind and ask yourself, okay, I'm obviously in complete overwhelm right now. I can feel this. I feel this heaviness in my chest. I feel the pit in my stomach. Now, why is that happening for me right now? Check in with yourself and look into your mind. There was some sentence, some phrase, something in there that triggered that vibration in the first place. So understanding the vibration in your body is just such a good signal. It's kind of like the easy button. Remember that commercial where you just hit the easy button. I think it was staples that came out with that. And like all of a sudden the office supplies that you wanted appeared, right? That think about it in that way. So your body is the easy button. (laughs) It's showing you something's happening and you can tune into it and then look to your mind to see what's going on. Now, once you're able to do that, you're able to be so much more aware of what's happening in your own body and in your mind and why you're actually feeling the way that you're feeling in the first place. And awareness is always the very first step towards any change, towards making any improvement in any area of your life. Okay. So in this process of detoxing, here's what we're doing. We're going to choose one emotion doesn't matter which one, just pick one, overwhelm, worry, or confusion. Step number two is to fully describe the vibration of that to yourself so that you're able to recognize it when it comes up in your body. And then you can see the thinking that is triggering it in the first place. Okay. Once you see that you're already realizing that you're responsible for the way that you're feeling, which is It's such an empowering place to be. So many of us think that the way that we feel 
is because of the world outside of us, because of our to-do list, because of our business, because there's this pandemic in the world and now our kids are at home and we have this homeschooling side gig that we never asked to be in charge of. All of that stuff, a lot of us attribute to our feelings to those outside circumstances. But recognizing that you are actually creating it by the way that you're thinking about all of that stuff is super empowering. So then you know that you're actually in complete control of your emotional health, of your emotional life. So recognize it, ask yourself why, and the answer to that is always something happening in your mind. Then step three, once you have the awareness of it and you're able to take responsibility for why you're feeling it in the first place, you're gonna consciously choose to redirect your mind to something else. So this is just like once you like maybe you were detoxing from um, alcohol at some point or you like took a break from alcohol. I did that one year and I don't drink much anymore, but I remember going through this process where I just wanted to not have alcohol as part of my life for like 30 days. So I want you to think about this process in the same way. So As you're giving that up, giving the alcohol up, you're going to have urges to have the alcohol, right? So the same thing is going to happen to you when you start to eliminate or detox from this emotion that you've been really indulging in and it's become a habit for you. There's going to be the urge to step into it and to stay into it. And that's where you have to take control with your adult brain and decide for something else. Even though the other thing, the overwhelm or the worry, the confusion is the easy thing for you to choose in the moment, you're going to decide to be an adult, an emotional adult here and choose something else. I'm going to give you a couple of different options for each of these three to really try to redirect your brain to, but here's what I want you to know about that. These are my offerings they may not work for you. So you may have to come up with some other phrases, some other sentences, some other questions to ask yourself to be able to redirect your brain. So remember, in order to feel something different than what you're feeling right now, you have to think something different and that thinking has to be believable to you and it has to make you feel the way that you want. So For worry, some things that you can be redirecting your brain to are these. You can think worry is not solving this problem. It's only making it bigger, which I actually believe to be true. The more we worry about something, the bigger it grows in our mind, right? And then we get more worried and it's just this self-defeating process. Here's a couple of questions you can ask yourself to try and get out of your worry. If I weren't worried about this, what would I do? Or if I knew that everything would be okay, what would I be thinking about instead? So sometimes the worry is covering up something that we don't really want to be thinking about. And so you can just bypass the worry and get to the thing instead. Okay. So try those on. If they work great, if they don't, don't use it, find something else. For overwhelm, these are the ones that I used for overwhelm that really helped me get out of it. And I still use these today when on the occasion that it actually crops up for me and I don't, I decide not to feel it. 
or to stay stuck in feeling the overwhelm. I'm handling all of it. I only have to focus on one thing at a time. I always handle everything. There's plenty of time for what needs to be done right now. Now, what happens for me in overwhelm is these thoughts. So from my overwhelm thoughts to these ones, these ones make me feel in control and like empowered. So like I'm in charge of this, I'm figuring it out. And then I don't indulge in the overwhelm when I'm in that space. Okay. So those are a few to try on for overwhelm. Now for confusion, confusion looks like anything in your mind that says, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I don't know if this will work. I don't know what to do next. Those are all confusing thoughts. And as long as you stay confused, you'll never figure it out. So here are some things that you can decide to direct your brain to instead that are more empowering and help fuel you to take action. Everything is figure outable. All I need to do is take the very next step. Taking this action is going to help me figure it out. I'm figuring it out all the way to creating it. Now that is my most recent favorite thought to redirect my brain to when my, when it's like, I don't know, I don't know what's next. I don't know if this will work. I just say to myself, it's fine. I'm going to figure it out all the way to creating it. I'm just going to keep trying things until I get to where I want to go. So do you notice the flavor of these thoughts that I've asked you, or I've given you to try to redirect? They all create a different energy. So the worry and the overwhelm and the confusion is really a very like victim-y kind of energy. Like I am at the effect of the world and the effect of my circumstances. Whereas these other ones that I've given you to redirect your brain to are more like, no, I'm in charge here. I get to decide how I proceed. I get to decide how I feel here. I get to decide what I do next. It's a much more empowering way to approach anything that's happening in your life, whether it's in your business or in your family or anything for you. Okay, let's run through these three steps really quickly again. This is the process to detox yourself from your indulgence in worry, overwhelm, and confusion. Step number one, you're going to choose one of these to work on at a time. Just decide, commit to it, and do the work. Step number two is to describe how that feeling is in your body. What is the vibration of it in your body? And when it comes up for you in your day, you're going to look into your mind. You'll be able to recognize it in your body and you'll look into your mind to figure out why, what are you thinking that's creating it? And then step number three, when you have that awareness of why you're feeling that way, because there's something going on in your mind that's creating it. And you know what that thing is. You get to consciously choose to think and feel something different. And I gave you a whole list of things that you could try on to see if they work for you to combat the worry, the overwhelm and the confusion. Now, by using this process, you can choose not to indulge in this emotion that you chose for an hour at a time, and then maybe a couple of hours at a time, and then maybe a full day, and then an entire week, and then an entire month. And pretty soon you'll realize 
this feeling just really doesn't have any place in my life. I'm not addicted to it anymore. I don't indulge in it anymore. I know exactly the reason why I'm feeling it and I know how to change it if I want to. You're weaning yourself off of it just like you wean yourself off from caffeine or sugar or any drug. Now, again, I want to reiterate that this is not to say that you won't ever experience these feelings, but if you do, you're going to feel so much more in control and you'll realize you can choose to stay in them or not. And that's really empowering to be able to do, to have that skill and to realize that you aren't at the effect of your feelings. You are not the victim of them. You are the creator of them. So go out this week and detox. This is part of the unbusying process because when you aren't stuck in spinning your wheels and wasting time, you get out there and you start creating the life that you really want. If you want some more help with unbusying your schedule, meaning learning how to get more done in less time so that you can work less and have the time that you want to spend with your kids, with your family, but not neglect your business or the things that you want to complete in that every week, I put together a special free training for you. It's called the three secrets to get more done in less time. And it's totally available to you right now. Absolutely for free. All you need to do is visit www.neilwilliams.com and you can click the button on the homepage to get that free training. Have a beautiful, unbusy week, everybody. I'll talk to you next week.